Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends who love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. My name is Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Woof woof. Hello. I'm Hello. Isai. Hello, Isai. Isai. I'm Zach. Hello. And uh, Hello, Governor. Hey. Ah. Oh shit, I'm the governor. <laughs> I am the governor. You are the governor. How about you do something about these roads? Um, how'd you pass one? Cody, Brandy, oh, Dustin. Nice. No, pass some legislation. What? Any of their what? sisters? Why would we change all the cobblestone? <laughs> Why would we change it? it? It's 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 history. It's Tuesday, isn't it? It today, isn't it? I like Cockney because Bo- you can water. you can just sound terrible and it's a terrible accent and no one knows it's a bad accent because it's all bad. So, you know, except for Oi. Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine. The only thing I think of. Um, man, this is Batman. He's Batman. We're a real podcast right now, doing terrible Michael Caine impressions. That's true. That's we why we did got it. it. But that's what I'm we saying. We made it. This is, I think, the a little bit of the uh, how the sauce. You know, it's a little bit of the secret sauce. Is you let them know right up top what what they're in in for. That way, yeah. now listener, it's on you. You you keep going forward. If, you know, if yeah. you survived the last episode. <laughs> um and are still listening then Zach, you know what, you, what you tweeted was very true it's like i don't know if it's the best or worst i still haven't re-listened to it so we'll see it's probably it's probably good i think it's all right we we talked about morrissey so it's good <laughs> there's just a lot of you know there's a night yeah because i'm tall we're back on our uh we're back on our our morning early bullshit. early day bullshit where uh, yeah. our last couple episodes were were night timers and uh, I feel different. I'll tell you that for free. I feel. I'll tell you that. I feel a little refreshed for free. Yeah. Do we have to pay normally for your my opinions? For your hot takes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your your day yeah. and uh, night what's opinions. Your, what's your What's your Patreon? My Patreon. I don't have yeah. one. Is I kind of. It's, it's an OnlyFans. It's more strictly. No, it's more strictly cash. Um, it's an. Say, it, I have a. I just have. Ex, I have exclusive content. I have a PO you go box. To only mats dot com. No. <laughs> Russell Boys World. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, just you know what I think content. is a really interesting phenomenon with a majority of podcasts is the Patreon, the one that people pay for, is the shittier one. It's the one where they phone it in. It's yeah, the one. Because cool. they're, like, they're like, you're already here. Here's the bonus stuff. <laughs> exactly. But, some, but sometimes I kind of like that because sometimes they'll. You I know, do too. Sometimes you'll hear a little something, something they won't say for the, the audience. But I, I completely agree with you that I do feel like the, we're in such a weird world of like. Obviously, creators should be paid for what they create. Not us. Yeah. But, no, uh, no fucking give me money. No, pay me. Us. No. Fuck you, pay money, me. Money, please. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. It's just like, you want, well, let's pay for this. We'll give you more and more and more. But it's like, 
yeah, of course you're going to get the sloppy little leftovers. Yeah. Mm. I love it. But I like it, too. That means our, if we had a Patreon, it would be us huddled around one computer. Just grunting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like cavemen. No, what it, what it would be, it's, they get like the 15 minutes of conversation before we record. Yeah. <laughs> it's real, like, this all is- right, everybody had time, Jizz? Hold on, I got to poop. I'm going to refresh my coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then sometimes it's stuff that should be in the episode. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. We should always and be sometimes recording. it's like we're all gone, but it's just like the, the calls up. <laughs> but yeah. they get all of it. No editing. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a podcast um, about professional wrestling, and we're doing a deep dive on NXT. I think this is what our sixth episode on it. Fifth, four, fifth, it feels fifth, like it's been fifth, a year. I believe it's the fifth maybe. one. No, okay. no, for sixth. Actually, I think it is sixth. I think yeah, fourth just got my guess was right. in the can. I guess yeah, was this is right. number six. It's tight. You I know, believe we thought of this as like a three or four part series originally, but then we started talking and uh, we went deep. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We yeah. decided to, you know, obviously we're not going to be doing our weekly recap stuff anymore. And so yeah. uh, we, we, we're, we're still, you know, we're still, we, we're we've st- been explaining this for like two months. Well, no, now. I'm just saying we're still, we're still, we're still getting the formula, <laughs> you know, figured out. But what I think yeah. is, uh, yeah, I was thinking what I do think was about was going to be a, a three or four part series has turned into a six and will likely be a seven part series. Uh, um, well, no, we're just going to do it right now. So, um, right. Adam Cole shows up, some stuff happens, and now Von Wagner's Tommaso Ciampa wins, <laughs> Ciampa wins the NXT uh, championship, and, uh, and they're son. That's some good lore of our show. <laughs> the only time I ever had to censor something. That's true. You know what? And now... Well, except for that one time about... that Matt went like off on Screwdriver. And That's then... true. Nope. He's wearing an All Lives Matter shirt now. Yeah. Nope. I, I did, actually, yeah, I wish we would have uh, people here in the conversations we had before recording. When about, Matt was talking about Ivermectin. No, about when, when people were at parties this weekend requesting screwdriver songs to be put on and stuff like that. Yeah, when you were there. It was that. you. That wasn't me. I don't have a party this weekend. My wife has COVID. Yeah, that's what makes Why? it worse. Why does it was your... a COVID party. Huh, has COVID. Matt... She, she came back from Boston. I, hmm. I still keep Un- testing an, negative, baby. An unvaccinated household. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I'm vaxxed up, dude. I put, hmm. I put, dude. I fucking stole hmm. vaccine. Ivermectin, huh? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you got that horn. You got that horse based. I'm just saying. I'm guts. just saying. I have been avoiding and COVID. ivermectin. I've been avoiding COVID like nobody's business, dude. It's actually a feat of. It's actually a, a, a med- medical wonder that I have not caught it. I hear that you make honestly. A like it's a medical business. wonder that I haven't caught it because Same. I've been as safe as I feel like I want to be. Uh, but I also traveled to Portland for a sold out concert. Um, and I didn't get it. I'm fine. Yeah, I know. I, can't, I mean, I was like, what we, uh, you know it, why, you why? know why do you want to know my secret? Uh, so I'm telling me my, this is going to be bad. I chew my fingernails, pick my nose, strong immune system, drink tap water. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm down with the tap water and the yeah. fingernails and the I, nose picking. I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah. I drink more forward loco than anybody should legally be allowed to. Yeah. So <laughs> his immune system is just straight up alcohol. A virus it, gets into his system and it just burns away. Burns away. It's forward loco. It's just my time that I had. I can't actually drink it anymore. That's. Um, I think. I, I think it should be science that if you almost die from a virus, that you're stronger and you'll never catch anything ever again. Isai, do you not drink forward loco anymore because they took the caffeine out? Um, no, I mean, I drank it way after that. No, um, you drank one the other night. No, I didn't. Didn't? No, at Mania. I tried to drink it at Mania. 
it stopped me from drinking the rest of that night because I was trying to drink it. That's when I realized I can't do it anymore. It's just a gimmick. Um, because it's like I drink half of it and I poured the other half out. I was holding on to it for two hours. Oh, just get it warm. Yeah. It was so bad, though. No, nah, dude. To be fair, I'll do Stone it Cold barely drinks any of those beers, so. You should just yeah. pour it all down your face. Yeah, that would be grosser than beer. Sticky. Yeah. That's true. Gotta well, keep those bad boys you flesh. get your edge pants sticky a lot. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, they're my edge pants. My cum pants are the ones that are sticky. <laughs> <laughs> my edge just... pants are just full of anticipation. Your your Christian whatever university. My, my Christian pants. My Christian pants are full of... No, cum university. I want to go there. I want merch. Where is it? Um, I'm looking it up right now. Come town, Iowa. But if you, uh, while Derek's looking up come university, come you, um, I I would like to just refresh people's minds that we we were just speaking, of course, about Con- the... Uh, Con- Concordia University of Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Yeah. Come, Michigan. Come, come you. Come on you. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I apologize to our listeners. No, no. Don't, don't apologize. apologize to them. <laughs> they don't, we're not, we don't owe them shit. Bryson is among them. Don't apologize. <laughs> That's true. Bryson. But uh, we, we, we just recently spoke, of course, about war games. War games. And the re- Adam Cole is there. Fucking, literally, we are now firing on all cylinders. The, the return of war games match, which hadn't been seen in so long. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Triple H has wanted it forever, but instead they made Elimination Chamber, which actually was pretty cool, especially at first. Mm. Um, oh yeah, and they used to have the actual like grates and steel that they would land on God, the side. That match, that it fucking sucked to watch. Like, you just like imagine being one of them. Also, Triple H getting his fucking throat crushed in the first uh, elimination chamber. Oh yeah, oof, if oof by our RVD's knee land- on a frog splash landing on his fucking throat. So right now, the Undisputed Era is a tight little sexy three-piece, but they, mm-hmm. but are they, and are they, are they going by uh, Undisputed Era at this point, UE? Yeah, so okay. like they come out and like, they cut the promo, get the group name. You gotta have a group name. You gotta have a group name. Genuine yeah. Wrestle Boys. But yeah, they're, they're a tight little, tight little group right now, but uh, not, still missing something. Still Very missing short something, group, they? too. Mm-hmm. Very short group in there. Short, so short. Short, but yeah. Um, so then this was in conjunction with um, what's that fucking thing? Uh, Royal Rumble, right? Uh, no, this was um, I think it was yes, because it was the night before, so yes, Royal Rumble, uh, double (laughs) XL. Thanks, it's sick merch. Um Sorry, I'm the derailer, I guess. Um, let's should we just get jump into the card? Yeah. I can't um, I, wait, 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 I can't, wait, 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 wait. Jump into what card? NXT Takeover Philadelphia. I'm sorry, I can't pay attention while looking stuff up online, so I'm not gonna do that anymore. So what was super cool also about this time, because we're at we're at what, 2018 now? Oh yeah. Yeah. This was this was a time that there was just so much hope in the world. Especially I mean, in the we world were now we were. Oh, I was like, yeah, we were two years into a very bad presidency. But yes, otherwise, <laughs> yes. In the world, <laughs> world of, of wrestling, in the world of wrestling, we were in a lot of hopeful times. So had had the, had the McMahon's told us that it was our in our fucking hands now yet? I don't think so. That happens later. Oh, okay. 
I believe that happens in like November of 2018. Yeah, we got a but January of 2018, we get Wrestle Kingdom 12. Yeah, you're right. We get Wrestle Kingdom 12. That's like Jericho debuting in New Japan. Oh, so like shit. that's pretty interesting. Like we're a year away from the the Bucks and Kenny leaving New Japan to start AEW. Oh. The Whoa. next the next night, Shinsuke Nakamura and Oscar win the Royal Rumbles. It's the first ever women's Royal Rumble. It's like, it's like, oh my God, they're doing so many great things. Shinsuke and AJ, I, it's going to be at Mania. Like, we're just like, this is, this is the world we live in now. This is great. Yeah. Things were beautiful. Before, before we, before we got to that WrestleMania and everything just fell out from underneath us. <laughs> God, that's true, man. Man, what a bad WrestleMania in 2018. I mean, Nicholas was cool. Yeah, Nicholas. I do, I do respect and appreciate and miss Nicholas, of course. But yeah, stop it. But yeah, probably a shitty little teen right now, huh? Oh yeah, dude, probably. Ah, oh, ew, dude, he's probably a shitty little teen. Got bad little ass. Oh yeah, he'd be fourteen years old. Ew, he's probably talking Nicholas back to his 14. parents, dude. He's probably all fucking bad. Talking back to Mike Chioda or whoever the fuck his dad name is. Mike John Chi- Mike, Chi- John Mike Chiodos. Cone? Mike Chiodos. Uh, <laughs> his dad, Mike. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. founder of the band Chiotas <laughs> and owner of Bennigan's. <laughs> but damn, dude, NXT and Takeover Philadelphia Freedom. Yeah, let's let's get in. Let's get into it. Um, these the first three matches were um taped. Uh, so we got Nikki Cross beating Lacey Evans in uh, two and a half minutes. Two and a half men. Oh, um, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh TM61 uh defeated the Ely brothers. Yep, they left very soon after because <laughs> wrestling was not for them. And then uh Roderick Strong beat Tyler Bate uh to determine the number one contender for the UK championship. Yeah, and this was just Rod Dog as just Rod Dog like Yeah. His mom tried to shoot his dad Roddy, you know. Right. Yeah. Ooh, oh, also the theme songs uh, oh, very w- important. Very. When the, the heavy rock, the heavy rock, uh, was when the lights come on and into the fire by asking Alexandria. Mm. Also, if you're looking for a good time, search uh, the Ultimate Warrior training asking Alexandria. That is great. <laughs> it is fun. Just imagine some crazy fucking just roided out Ultimate Warrior yelling at a bunch of drug scene kids. Yep, okay. it's incredible. It's um, it's so fun. It was like on, like MTV, like during commercials or something. It was weird. It was weird, but yeah, I miss that, dude. I miss that. But the proper show opens with the Pro- undisputed era, Bobby Fish and Kyle bam, O'Reilly bam, 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 bam. against the authors of pain. I remember this like a fucking yesterday, dude. When NXT takeovers would start off with a tag team match that would smoke your fucking ass. Yep. Just, oh. Your ass would be so smoked. Oh my yep. so smoked. Oh, I remember. Just, I, seriously, I can picture this match, dude. And AOP, that they talk had, about they potential, had, dude. They had really figured out like what they were. They're like wrestling really well. Um, and then obviously like Sanity, like they're, um, like they were the form like because like Sanity beat them and everything, but then Undisputed Era beat Sanity, and then now so the Era Boys. Had to go over the old champions because that's what you do. You gotta, they had to establish them, and Triple H was running a, just a professional wrestling show. And so it was a great way to establish uh, the UE boys outside of uh, um, War Games. War and, Games! 
minutes. And when you can get 15 minutes out of the Authors of Pain, and also you get Kyle O'Reilly bumping around for them. Oh like my an idiot, god, it was so good. This was where I like Kyle O'Reilly like solidified himself as like my dude. Like when, the, when you the, when the, you were able to look past the silly faces, the the fucking face front bump he took off the apron just straight to the floor, like just collapsing off the ring was so good. Still, it's when you were able to embrace the silly faces. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. when the silly faces made sense with the amazing uh, professional wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the rock and roll uh, undisputed won that, um, and then we got. Velveteen Dream beating Cassiusono. Oh no! I remember this match being pretty minute, underwhelming. Ten minute match. Yeah, this was also the the era where it I was, was like falling was in fine. love. I was falling in love with Cassius Ono and was constantly like, I should have, I should have watched him earlier. Yep, and that's how the yeah, that's how I felt too. I think that was like a thing with with Chris Chris Hero is like. He was a name I heard. I thought Chris Hero was the biggest deal in wrestling because of Isai. I like Chris Hero. Um, and um, then you watch and it's like, oh, he's just, he should be, but he just never got his due. Yeah, and I thought, I don't know. And I was like... It was smart by them to do what they were doing. There was a guy that they wanted to push. That's true. Yes. And a guy that, like, could go in there and have a serviceable match. And that's what it was. And, and this he, is when everybody was really, really getting on the Velveteen train, and I was very resistant at the time because Bell to Bell, he just wasn't good. Yeah. He had, he had cool char- moves. Yeah, and the character was just really cool. But, yeah, and, yeah, and I understand that, but it's like Bell to Bell, I, I think it's just because also like I, I watched so much Bret Hart, like that matters a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Of course. And so. Of course. Yeah, like we were saying, I think what last episode, like it, it was kind of a like Velveteen Dream was kind of like chugging along, picking up steam right until it all fell apart for him. When it was just yeah. like it was like, oh, things are starting to click. All right, like that in ring action is starting to get a little smoother. Like okay, it's like oh, Patrick Clark fucking sucks. Never mind. Yep, yep. Um, I but also we forgot that this was like how? The, yeah, when did that stuff about him come out? It was like he, he was yeah, he was released shortly thereafter, right? He was he wasn't it, there very no. long. It was certainly a part no? of the speaking out kind of moment, right? When like uh, there was the quite the uprising in the the wrestling world that's when Patrick Clark um Yeah, he was still signed for a while after it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember okay. he had that feud with Cole? Oh All yeah. that happened afterwards. But I don't think he won I honestly don't think he won a match since that everything came out about him. I think it was no, I don't, just a who losing, was he, losing. Who was he losing to like up until the end? Because I remember they brought him back and he was just was it, it was EC, like guys like Theory EC three or yeah something like that. Uh, yeah, no, like, he beat EC three. It was Austin Theory. Yeah, Austin Theory. Also, a sh- also a shithead, but also a shithead, significantly but younger. I guess I don't know. I'm not trying to defend nobody. No, I think they might be the same age. No, Austin Theory, I think is younger. Okay, he was signed very young. Two so was Patrick old. Clark, but that was a few years earlier. So yep. I was say exactly. I I forgot that this was also like this was the come up of Shayna Baszler. It's like I know Ember Moon is the champion, but this is like where Shayna Baszler is like starting to be like scaly. Yeah, and the next starts the next... getting her uh her like whole her aura down. She starts getting it a lot more. Yeah, yeah. She, she starts being good in the ring. The next match was uh, Ember versus Shayna. And honestly, that might be kind of going back to last week too, where like Ember's got something there. It's just never quite 
clicked and it's like wow that really like a big feud with oscar a big feud with shayna who are like two legit fucking like in-ring competitors and, and characters who you can really just sink yourself into like uh or uh, really sink your teeth into i mean it's like uh it seems like ember just was a uh, just wasn't there it wasn't able to it was just timing i guess circumstance yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I i think she just never understood what she wanted her character to be and what they wanted to and like have a marriage of that because mm-hmm. it needs to be a collaboration and people like let's say kane even if he didn't like it like he went along and sold out i don't think she ever sold out for it yeah like even when kane was having a weird demon baby with lita he still was sold out for the stupid fucking angle that ends up with snitsky kicking a a baby so <laughs> fuck yeah gene punt that motherfucker punt that little Not baby and then they made then they just gave gene snitsky a foot fetish gimmick <laughs> Because really? it's real. I say, turn your care. You know, just turn yourself up to eleven. It's not he his did. fault. It was not his fault. Um. Then we got a match where Adam Cole decides he wants to take these stupidest bumps this side of Trent with Alistair Black versus Adam Cole in God. an Extreme Rules. The match. fucking the fucking steel chair like spine spot still like doing a backbreaker onto like two steel chairs back to back with them like making a spine. That's stupid. That's so dumb. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I really liked about this, uh, too, is because, like, they had gone... Aleister Black was booked so well in NXT. Yep. Because they made Black Mass, like, feel like, feel like the most important move. Because even, like, after, like, all this shit, he was kicking out. They did, like, the total elimination thing with the other Undisputed Era guy. Sanity came and ran them off. Mm-hmm. And then, he like, he hits the Black Mass, so, and it's done. And mm-hmm. I feel like... That's one thing they carried over into AEW. No, because um, they no, had, not anymore. There was somebody that like like somebody either kicked out or like they did something stupid with it. Oh, okay. Well, while I, while I was watching consistent, <laughs> um, yeah. See, that's another thing. House of Black is just whatever. It sucks because it's like two people I love. Actually, you know what? Brendan Murphy rocks too. Three people that rock. And it's just whatever. Yeah. It's it's two like rocker hardcore guys and their Australian friend. Their Australian buddy. Honestly, things over mm-hmm. things I I'm still enjoying watching AEW, but things are getting a little bloated. Mm-hmm. Yep. Starting to get bloated. Things are just starting to peek over the edge of being bloated. Yeah. <laughs> just right now. Just the sun is starting to rise over the horizon of blow shit of bloatation. Like they're gonna lose like the rumors are that MJF is gonna fucking leave. Yeah, and, it's like, tight. That is like that shows how bloated things are over there when like mm-hmm. he like doesn't feel like he has a spot. I can't wait yeah. for MJF to get fucking eat to eat humble pie though when he has to create his character for Vince McMahon. <laughs> That's going to be fucking hilarious in 2024 when fucking MJF makes this whole fucking grand exit and then all of a sudden sucks total ass. I don't. Are you you kidding me? Oh, no. They'll just give theory. They'll give him theories gimmick and theory will lose it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. No, MJ. uh, Bruce Pritchard is a huge fan of MJF. And And they work together in MLW. Mm hmm. Bruce Pritchard is Vince's right hand man. So I don't know. And MJF. MJF is pro wrestling. Does not matter. He's it does because look what happened with Cody right now. He's being booked very well. Yeah, he's been there for a cup of coffee. 
Okay. Exactly. Usually, you get three weeks with Vince. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's longevity, and there's just MJF is gonna do something to fuck. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I just can't wait. (laughs) Vince will love him because it'll remind him of himself for two weeks. It'll remind him (laughs) of what he wanted Shane to be. (laughs) He's gonna be the new Triple H. Yeah, he's gonna replace Shane now with MJF. (laughs) How come you couldn't be this Shane? You piece of shit. (sighs) Be young Um, like him. And be handsome. I love you less. (laughs) And then the last match of the show. Oh, before we get to the last match, though. Sorry. They they show somebody in the crowd. They show a couple folks in the crowd. I didn't I didn't have this stuff written down. I'm sorry. The biggest person they show in the crowd, though. Former PWG champion. Former best of the Super Juniors winner. Trevor Ricochet Man. Oh. That's actually even how they present him as Trevor Ricochet Man. Mm Mm-hmm. Big Trev. I wish in WWE they made his name Ricochet Man. <laughs> Rick Man. Uh, also, they show War Machine and EC3 and... Oh, yeah, this was a huge one. Dude, well, and coming out for the main event in Johnny Gargano's corner is a debuting face of one Candice LeRae. So she Ooh. had been on TV before and was in the inaugural Mae Young Classic, but oh. she had just recently actually signed yeah mm-hmm. and this i completely agree like i swear to god this is like honestly you could just stop listening and just go back to episode one and now we're like back to where Star we're fucking, no 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 of our show and then uh because like now this is like this is our territory we're we're full we're our podcast is in full effect at this point and uh i just remember this so well what a fucking it really was just such a hopeful pay-per-view mm-hmm. uh, like, this time especially this weekend there's just so much hope it's like, especially like EC3, like I was super stoked. I'm like, this guy's going to be main roster in six months. But he got like six months worth of concussions in like a week. Uh-huh. Um, I that match with, with Ambrose. Yeah. I feel and, bad because he should, like Vince, I, I don't know why Vince didn't like him. Yeah. Well, it's because he didn't get over on fucking mocks. But anyway. Oh, it's also because, um, you know, dude, you know, some, some people are just born to control their narrative, dude. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He was just meant to control his narrative. Some people but yeah, born for it. The last match was uh, Andrade Cien Almas uh, defeating Johnny Gargano. To retain that title. That such a good match. Best. Five-star five match. Oh, my God. Five stars. Andrade and Johnny had, like, seriously just, like, uh, there was a run. I swear to God, there was a run where Johnny just could not miss. Johnny mm-hmm. take Johnny Takeover, I mean, full... Full. It's the start. It started actually at like the other one where they he first fought Andrade. Yeah, like it started at that one because that was really good. But, but that just set the table mm-hmm. for this delicious meal of a match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did this one? So you know, we talked a little bit last week too because we're in this <clears throat> kind of mode where we still haven't seen Champa since he turned on Gargano. Gargano's, you know, he's hitting his own. He's hitting his stride. He's gaining his solo confidence. But is this here at this takeover? Do we get the um yes yeah okay what happens here then so what happens here first off fantastic match it was the first five-star match rated by everybody's favorite problematic uncle dave Meltzer. Mm-hmm. um it'll be five stars for wwe since uh punk and cena at money in the bank 2011 oh mm-hmm. wow. yeah um it's a big stretch of time we're, we're talking like seven years mm-hmm. um and then they follow it up with two more there johnny gargano the king of the five-star match for wwe um 
but it's just like they got to play off what they did in the first one, and then Zelina gets involved, and then Candace jumps the rail, yeah, gets involved right. too, and it's just super cool. And then Gargano still can't get it done. He loses. They go to the back. Like, they're going to go to the back, and everybody's giving him the big standing ovation. Like, just appreciating the hard work he did. Fucking Champa comes back in with that crutch. And it is so good. Yeah, so good. He looks so heartless. And and I love it. He's cut out of this fucking disheveled beard looking like. Looking Mm. like he's just been going through a fucking mental collapse this whole time. Fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he just comes back pure evil. And then this is like, post this is when he starts cutting the non-promo promos, right? Standing in silence to just like a chorus of booze for minutes and then leaves. Mm-hmm. It's just like no music. Oh, that's such, it's such good character work. And somebody else did this too. Um, did something like it because like there's always the cool heels. Like Bullet Club is pretty, like there are cool heels. Like Adam Cole, Undisputed Era, like they're cool heels. Stuff like that. Dolph Ziggler. Cool Dolph heel. Ziggler. Cool Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> Shane O'Mac. Seamus. Cool the coolest guys. But um, he didn't want like music or merch or anything. And J- Chris Jericho did that mm-hmm. oh. in his in his famous run with Shawn Michaels when he cut his hair short and started like wearing suits and, and saying big words. And wanted to be Anton Chigurh from mm-hmm. No Country for Old Men. Call it. And so he was hitting Shawn Michaels' wife, uh, (laughs) punched her in the face, (laughs) for real. Um, It was a great angle. Uh, But it's like he didn't want merch. He didn't want, like, people to latch on to anything. He's a bad guy. You're not supposed to buy his shirts. You're not supposed Mm -hmm. to think he's cool. You're supposed to hate him. And Ciampa fucking did that. That was so good. Mm -hmm. And he did it for, like, like, most... I, it went on long enough that I feel like most people would not be able to, uh, like carry that sustained level of like actual like intrigue and upset and anger and like, but also obviously you you are excited to boo him for sure. Uh, and he just did it so effortlessly. It the just, full cell oh. crowd at this time too was very hit and miss, mm-hmm. but it's like they they played along with booing him, mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I like it for the aesthetic. It's I like think we're people, supposed to boo you, and a lot of people were legit, like legit, didn't like him. Yeah, like people were legit angry when he eventually wins the title. Especially I, how he wins it. This is the <laughs> seriously. This is the beginning of one of the best like told stories in wrestling. That like honestly, it kind of bums me out to talk about it just because we were so you know. Obviously, we we never got the actual end, but we yeah. were like minutes away that from last it. Last match just like, was so not good. Well, just because it's the, fine, it's fine, but everything just fell apart right when it was at its climax, which is like it's almost true. like you can't yeah. write, you can't write it like that. You know, you can't write yep. fiction like. What that. What were they supposed to do? Like it was exactly what you yeah. get. It was twenty twenty. We'll get to it. We'll yep. get to it. But uh, yeah, this is the seeds of it, which becomes the most compelling story in wrestling for over a year. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. it's insane. Yep. Uh, should we move on to uh, Isai's favorite takeover? Takeover New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Orleans. Also, um, Zydeco they were, music. They were able to stretch this out for over a year because Champa was gone. But yeah. They still had little sprinkles of it, and it's like it never left. And so when he comes back to beat up Gargano, mm-hmm. we're talking six months later. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep. Uh, so TakeOver New Orleans happened in April 7th, uh, on April 7th, 2018, 
what what was going on? WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. WrestleMania. Terrible. Terrible WrestleMania. What sucks is like this was so good. This was so good. I just remember being like, oh man, here's tomorrow. We get all this. It's gonna be so great. Dude, I was like, everyone's coming over, everyone's coming over to my house for a mania party. And then I was That's how we knew it was gonna be a bad time. Everyone's gonna be in my house for 13 hours. Was was that the mania? I'm still there. Was that the mania where I made a joke about Randy Orton winning and then he won? Uh no, that was different. That was the next year. Oh, was that the year I made a joke about Charlotte Flair winning and then she won? Yes. 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 (laughs) And everybody was telling me. Wait and see. And I'm like, no, this is stupid. She shouldn't have won. And who was fucking right? I brought this up so who, many times. Who'd she beat? Oscar. She broke the oh, streak. Oscar. Yeah. No one. I don't think anyone was in favor of, of that streak being broken. I might have been just to be a little shit. Just to be a little. No, stinky. everybody <laughs> there was like, just wait and see how it goes. Bob, like, well, that's... trying to put a good spin. Matt, you know that's your calling card. <laughs> well, I don't know shit. I mean, what are you gonna do? It, it happened. Now we just have to wait and see. And so we did, and it was not good. And it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> and then, you know, Shinsuke and AJ, that one actually did feel hopeful, because, like, oh, they're giving Shinsuke a character. Not. Nah, no. This character no. just, you know, I'm going to punch a dick. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is a dick punch. Oh, my God. What a fucking. So, like, the, the thing is, like, that match was kind of underwhelming just because of whatever. We're going on a tangent, but it's fine. Yes. But um, the end was shocking enough that, like, okay, there's a heel turn. There's something beyond this. Okay. Whatever. But then they just kept hitting each other on the dick. Yep. They had the mm-hmm. did they have the double count out one where they yep. punch each they other both kick each other in the dicks? It was all dick, dude. It was all dick. Yeah, it was the last was... man standing match where they had a double like a double finish. Like that's <laughs> that's the whole point is that that, that can't happen. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and was that when Roman and Brock they went through the cage? And no, then, that so was at uh, Saudi Arabia right after oh, this. No, okay, this was okay. the Roman and Brock match that was so bad that Brock just had to fucking open Roman up hard way, and it was still bad. <laughs> yeah, and then like, that's the one where he throws the belt at Vince when he walks through the curtain, mm. and Vince is like, asshole! <laughs> I love that dude. The most staged thing in wrestling ever. <laughs> asshole! But, uh, but yeah. this is takeover. This is New Orleans takeover. Yeah, Orleans. here's some here's some interesting things I found about this. Uh, Pat McAfee was on the pre-show for this panel, and everyone yeah. hated him back then because he was annoying. It's, but he was doing his job. One person liked him, but I'm also a football fan. Yeah. Um, and on this one, the the theme song, the the heavy heavy rock, was provided by Kane Hill. With the songs "It Follows" and "Lord of the Flies," who's Kane Hill? Huh? I don't know. Some shitty, probably metalcore band. Probably, uh, yeah. n- new metal metalcore band. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I just need to appreciate what's going on in Matt's video right same now. Same here. With with a match too. That's what Matt really. Just, Matt just lit up a straight up joint with a match. Hey, look! It's after ten a.m., baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I was actually looking uh, around for my lighter and uh, didn't have them, baby. I need to, I, y'all need to see my lighter. I was awarded this by a woo girl at, <laughs> at my friend's uh, uh, birthday party celebration a few weekends ago. It's a Playboy lighter. Wow. They said I deserved it, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate. Thank you. So, the... Um... Doesn't Kane Hill actually play? Oh, I don't know. You're thinking of Cain Velasquez at uh, the, the WrestleMania. 
Um, no. Yes, good the, invo- the event opened up with a musical performance from Kane Hill. Kane Velasquez is in prison because there was some bad shit going on in a daycare where like a family member of his was at. So he was going to go and kill them. Honestly, nothing but respect for Kane Velasquez. I actually have never heard anything bad about that dude. Yeah, and he he was going to go murder them because like you don't do that. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you got to take justice into your own hands. It's like I understand it's breaking law, but it's like that, that's that's right there. It's that's like, the kind of shit you can go do. Don't do it. Don't do shit at the Capitol building. You know what I mean? Go go do go it step, at a daycare. If you want to save children, go do it where they're actually being hurt. Uh, yeah, come on. That that's trying to save the children right there. It's like he was literally going to murder somebody. Also, I don't think he needed a gun because it. Kane Velasquez, that guy was scary. Yeah, yeah. two registered deadly weapons right there, baby. Right, he fucking, fucking connected to his shoulders. He fucking put the hurt on Brock Lesnar, like in their fight, like for real, like knocked his ass out. And wasn't okay? Wow, we really are just tangent heavy. But it, it, what isn't Kane Velasquez? Is it is it Kane that's still involved in AAA? Or who, he was? Yes, he was. Uh, up he until, was until he's in, up until it being incarcerated. Yes, that's how I want to go out, dude. They're arrested trying to save some fucking people, dude. Yeah, that's it's cool. Uh, Kyrie Sane in the the pre tape matches uh, beat Lacey Evans. Man, she's on a losing streak. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, she was she was pretty much a jobber in NXT. Lacey? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, she and gets then, called up on the same one that Nikki Cross, EC3, and Heavy Machinery get called up. Where mm-hmm. just like one day on Raw, they're like. These guys are coming, and that was their introduction. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, heavy machinery had a had a match against uh, Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. Oh, they're the guys that shared a car. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Stakes and weights. Madcap Mad Moss, and so this yeah. is also we're gonna start seeing like on the TV show, like we're seeing the come up of heavy machinery and the street profits when they're just like yeah. on Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. Remember when fucking Otis had that match with Champa? That was really good. So good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Dude, great. The potential. And honestly, Otis is doing all right for himself. He really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Tucky lives in the same town that I live in. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Cool. He, yeah, he's a part of like, they're called like 503 something. Yeah, him and Malcolm so t- Flex. Yeah. They come out to knock loose. Oh, yeah. heavy. I'm going to go make friends with them. Um. Yeah, he, uh, I want to say he went to uh, OSU. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a beaver boy. He's a... <laughs> um, uh, the next match is a ladder match, or the opening match of the card. A ladder match for the inaugural NXT North American oh, Championship. Oh, about boy, this, this match. of a match. So, match. Five-star match to open up the night, by the way. Yeah, we got EC3, Killian Dane, Adam Cole, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream. Yeah, and Adam 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 Cole wins. Adam Cole wins. He's going to be pulling some double duty that night. Yeah. Um. And one of the things that is like, I was like wondering, like, okay, I wonder how they're going to tone down Ricochet. Like, uh, are they going to first move he does in a WWE ring is a springboard shooting star press to the outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. The first thing he does, and so I'm like, okay, never mind. Yeah. He's it's fine. almost like they knew that people were going to be asking that, and they're like. Let's just answer him right now. Ask him. Um, I, I actually loved when it was like Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan doing like monster spots, you know? Yeah. 
Because it would like break up the car crash with the big like with the other guys that work yeah. fast. Um, and then EC3 also just got beat up in the match. Like I don't even think he really did much, but he got carried to a five star match by some other guys. Am I making this up in my head? This might be revisionist. Is this was this like a a match that was like produced by? I, f- I feel like there was something with Shawn Michaels' hands on this because I remember there being at the time like I feel like ladder match and people praising Shawn Michaels, but I don't remember if Shawn Michaels was in in here at this at this point yet. I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, either way, it's just so much fun. So much fun. Um, I do think... Cause, yeah, I don't know, man. That I still think that North American title is one of my favorite-looking championships. Oh, yeah. It's WWE. great. It's very classy. Do they even still have it? Yes. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes has it right now. Ooh, grimy. Yeah, and actually, the only stuff that's like easily watched like and digestible like is the North American stuff because it's like Cameron Grimes, the third Uso, Solo Sokoa, and uh, Carmelo yeah. Carmelo Hayes. So it's good stuff. <laughs> and um Shawn Michaels doesn't start working with NXT full time until November of twenty eighteen. Okay, so it's around. Okay. But um that's cool. And also this is obviously before this is before the amazing Super Bowl halftime match, right? Or was yeah. it this, yeah. was this this year? It was, was going to be the next year next because year. Okay. Ricochet just had like just had shown mm-hmm. up. That's right. Okay. All right. I'm back on board. Uh, Next match, Shayna Baszler defeated Ember Moon for the title. And the fucking That's, rain begins. Yeah, the rain begins. Mm-hmm. Um, The rain where they just ruined Dakota Kai for years. Mm-hmm. Damn, yeah, huh? <laughs> she was not good in that. It, I blame her. <laughs> she just was too believable as a geek. Oh my she, god, when she was like pissing her pants every time Shayna would come around, <laughs> I was so like, come on. <laughs> like I said, too believable as a geek. But anyway, um, yeah, this is where Shayna starts. Can we, uh, can we do an episode about piss angles? Oh, with yeah. Drake Maverick <laughs> and Jeff Hardy, Vince McMahon. I bet there's a lot of pee pee poo poo stories <laughs> that we yeah. can get into. Um, William Regal drinking piss tea. He did drink piss tea. Sure, several fucking things that JBL was involved in. Randy <laughs> Orton was shitting bad. Say all these backstage Xbox pranks. shitting a a lunch. Who do we do we do we do it? Rude. Uh, was Sables <laughs> shitting Sables lunch? Yeah. Hello, boys. Hey, boys. You want to shit in my lunch? <laughs> uh, remember her weird dancing? That's the worst. I don't want to remember that. I want to remember the tag team match that happened next. Yeah. The Undisputed Era, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly uh, beating the Authors of Pain and Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. A triple threat and, for the tag team championship. And a, a and- swerve? And the Dusty Road Tamting Classic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of the cool things, like the beginning of this, like to kind of go back, like what sets the stage for this is that Roddy was just kind of a guy and Undisputed Era was uh, trying to recruit him. But he was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm a good boy. Bro, I'm going to break backs, but I don't need your help. And so he recruited Pete Dunn, who at the time was dressing like George Washington. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because he's British, so apparently he has to be in the 1700s. Um, and so, like, that's like, he just was like, he was also having 
a feud with like Undisputed Era. So like we're gonna come together and beat some ass. Which Undisputed Era was courting Roddy. Pete. They were like, hey, put on this fucking armband, you little turd. Yeah, he's like, no, bro. No, bro, I'm a good guy, dude. And this is also where we get like one of the most iconic Kyle O'Reilly moments where uh, Pete Dunne said something like nasty to him, and he's just like, excuse me? Like in the in the background <laughs> of the scene, like when they're just in the car it's park like, hey. talking shit, shit <laughs> to each other the whole time. Yeah. This is when you start to really start seeing the... Um, just like the, the personalities really start shining. It's like the where the shitty... real like eighties like high school bad guy like click kind of yeah. Yeah. starts to really come across, and it's just so entertaining. And so yeah, that's the the stage was set for that. Um, they make it all the way to the finals, and Roddy is like, uh, he doesn't need the undisputed era. Him and Pete can do it themselves. Why was it a triple threat? Because he got to have that title, baby. Oh, because the undisputed era had the title. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. But yeah, and so they they win, you know, they go all the way through the tag team classic, and we're we're getting up in here, and I was genuinely, I was like, I was genuinely shocked. I was so happy when it happened. Yeah, I was like, at your house, dude. The yeah. match is going, shit's getting hot and heavy. You're like, oh man, maybe Roddy and Pete are gonna do this, and then all of a sudden, fucking Roddy hops in the ring and just stomps the shit out of Pete Dunne. Hits him with his big ass fucking knee. He does, and then bam, he put- and she's like, oh, what happened? He puts the armband on. And the Undisputed Era is whole. I love Adam Cole's shitbag, like, smile and laugh. Like, when he puts the armband on, he's like, ha, 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 Dude. And then, oh. then he gets in his little Stuart Little car and drives away. Bow, 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 bow. It was just yeah. so good. And it's like, and Pete Dunn is also, like, you know, he's obviously not one. He's not. He's even though he's dressed like George Washington, he's got his little. He's got his little cavalry and his little fucking wooden teeth. But he's yeah. like, he's still not one to be messed with. No, no, no. He's scary. He's scary. He's scary. Um, Alistair Black defeated Andrade for the title. No man is ever truly good. Yeah, and th- this is another one where they just like, they just continue just pushing the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just that was it. It was weird when smiling, I, smiling Alistair when he wins the title. Yeah, yeah. this isn't. This it's is, creepy. I don't. That's the one part I don't like. I don't. Yeah, want I don't like smiling. when he shows happy, happy emotions. <laughs> and so, um, it was you know great match. Um, especially probably cool for like Zelina and Alistair, um, to kind of be in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrade was on his way up, and the sky was the limit for him. <laughs> Was. And then, then, then he also stopped caring again too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he, he has started, a history of doing that. He just that. started fucking, you know, having crazy sex all the time with Charlotte Flair and suplexing Ric Flair into pools. And all of a sudden, I don't, I don't need Vince McMahon's approval. But yeah, it's just super cool. Um, sets up uh, some stuff that happens later on down the line, mm-hmm. um, such as, yeah, but um. Our next match. Johnny Gargano defeating Tommaso Ciampa. Unsanctioned match. And it says since Gargano won, he was reinstated to NXT. So because he's so left. Give me, give me the yes. story. So the story is is that like Ciampa was back and he was just like it was just ruining Johnny's life. And so Johnny was gonna go for the NXT title again. And then like the stipulation was if he lost it, because like he sh- like he kept losing the title shots, and they're like, "No, mm. like you're not getting another one." 
So the stipulation was if he loses, he's fired. Mm-hmm. And, and it was on great NXT. work by Zelina, like and, mm-hmm. being the Meg, the manager for Andrade and being like setting that up and like in the storyline of being like, yo, you keep losing. Why? Right? Like if you're if you lose again, you're gone. Johnny, Johnny, how did it felt feel beating your best friend? I had to beat him up. He lived in my house and took my toy room after he <laughs> slept. I couldn't play with my toys. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, Candace, Candace got mad at me. <laughs> Johnny, I'm so sorry to hear that. But yeah, it was like, uh, so yeah, Johnny had, had faced Andrade on an episode of NXT, lost, mm-hmm. and was a loser leaves Be- Lost town. because of Champa mm-hmm. and interference. And it's like one of those things, like you knew it was going to happen, but like it still like hit when it did. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And so then Champa, like Champa's doing the same thing, and Johnny costs him and keeps ruining Champa's matches now. So then they're going to have an unsanctioned fight. Yeah, because Johnny does the thing where he shows up as like a fan under like a, a mask and hood, mm-hmm. like in the crowd. And then like he reveals himself behind Champa, and like, oh man, the crowd's just fucking white hot for it. So yeah, this unsanctioned, oh, this unsanctioned match. It's perfect. And then Johnny's yeah. back. Another five-star match. The second five-star match of the night. Damn. So yes. for Johnny in a row at a takeover. Dave yeah, loves NXT. He... Yeah. Everybody did. Yeah. It Me was too. the best. Um, but it was just such a good one. This is where you start getting maybe not the the full overindulgent because Shawn Michaels isn't there just yet. This is where they start dipping their toes into it yeah. a lot. Maybe even a foot. They're, <laughs> they're like on the stairs going into the pool. They're like on the second stair. Mm-hmm. And as they look at, as they look at the deep end, what do they see? But they see another a sexy trip. boy. They see another trip. Well, yeah, they see another. They see another trip to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I thought they. I thought they saw a sexy Chicago. boy. Sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy, but he's just like floating boy on a pool toy. toy. Yep, the second the second greatest professional wrestler of all time, according to us. Eat shit. um uh yeah nxt takeover chicago happened june 2016 2018 back where it all started june June 16th 2018 uh the heavy rock was brought to you by hailstorm with the song uncomfortable um and yeah uh matches uh, pre-tape matches. Uh, Bianca Belair beat Dakota Kai. Yeah. Uh, that was her first. It was, she wasn't on the takeover, but she's she there. On the pre-show. Uh, the second one was uh Roar, War Raiders, uh, defeating the Mighty, which was TM Six One, right? Yep, and that's just when they turned heel and became the Mighty. Yeah, Mikey Nichols or Nick Miller still had negative personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> The, the only thing I can remember hit. about him was that his name was the same as the person from New Girl. <laughs> um, also, this this uh, NXT has uh, five matches. That's it. Um, this is when they started doing like the five match. It's like there was like the one like there was a cup like the tag team title match, North American title match, women's championship match, championship match, and then just one one just cause. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like the shortest match on this card is like ten minutes. Yeah. Um. So we got uh. It opens with the tag undisputed era. Uh. This time Kyle and Roddy. Because this uh, is when um. 
Bobby was hurt. Didn't he get hurt at War Games? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, Bobby was always hurt. But uh, um, he was still there with them. But go on. Defeated, arguably, their biggest rivals, Danny Lur- Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. Yeah. Um, well, I feel cool. like this match was awesome. Yeah, and I feel like that they are such an underrated tag team because they don't got a name together. Um, they're two guys that if they weren't together would not have been there for very long. So they um both Martin Stone, Danny Birch was signed twice. This yeah, is the second go around, and then Oni Lorkin was just kind of floating around. How they became a team is they became a team of the Dusty Classic, which the last one we just talked about. That's like the end of it. Okay, but they were in matches against each other through on TV, and like one won one match, the other one won the other. So it was almost like the bar type thing of like yeah. they just beat each other's ass so much that they respected each other and mm-hmm. became a team. They're just and the it was bald awesome. Boys. This team was so good. Like, yeah, it was. It's great. And but I remember undisputed era and these these guys fighting almost constantly. And then fake Brohim would play. <laughs> I think it took me like a year and a half to figure out which one was Oni and which one was Danny consistently. I knew Biff Busick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. Then we had Ricochet defeating the Velveteen Dream. Twenty-two what? minutes. Yeah, this is probably one of the Dream's best matches, just because Ricochet's very good mm-hmm. and he could flip and fly. Um, do you remember like the lead up to this match, like where Ricochet did this that running fucking front flip over the top rope, landed yep. on the fucking floor, and like walked up to him. It's one of the, oh. one of the most sexual things in wrestling ever. <laughs> oh yeah, that was sick. Uh, then we had uh, Shayna Baszler defeating Nikki Cross. This is so, where Nikki just passed out in pleasure, right? Yes. <laughs> she. It, it's just like after oh. you, you know, you, you get done. You're you're not you're no longer edging. You have your cum pants on, as Zoster would say, <laughs> the sticky ones, and you just fall asleep. <laughs> yep, you're just standing there with your hand towel. <laughs> yeah, your Ivy League <laughs> hand towel. <laughs> No, I yeah, honestly though, that I forgot about that. The like yeah, passing out while just Yeah, because like, she was in the Carafuda clutch and it just made her seem insane and like you still have the right person winning. And wait, was, was this great. her was this her on the way up? Was this Nikki's last? Uh actually uh, no, no, no. Because I remember her, her her final match was a similar thing. she passed out in ecstasy. But whatever. It's not not yet. Not yet. Um Okay. That's right. But yeah, Shayna is just like this dominant, dominant champ. I love it too because yeah, this match is only like 10 minutes, but it's because it had that thing where it's like competitive match until you fucking get got. Yep. And it's yeah. over. And I just, I loved like Shayna's like frustration at like Nikki not, like basically not selling even though she passed out. Like just yeah, Shayna's right. just like pissed off at it. Like it made her seem terrifying. Yeah, there was yep. a while, like not where I would like, like I, I a while where I did not like Shayna Baszler because I was just like she is too mean. <laughs> she seems too mean. Yeah, and then you're I, too busy. You're too busy putting over Carmella's ring and ring work. Dude, the code of silence. Shana. Yep, code of silence rocks. <laughs> um, we had Alistair Black defeating Lars Sullivan. <laughs> this is the one where fucking uh, Alistair Black. Like misses by a country mile. Uh-huh. Or oh. still sells it. Yeah. Doesn't he oh, hit him yeah. like on the chest or something? No, no just he doesn't m- hit misses. him. He just doesn't whiffs even. completely. Yeah. Yeah. And then he does it again. Um, this was 
It sucks because like it's just like this is just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, what they're they're they ain't all gonna be you know five star classics. What are you gonna do? Uh, Lars was a little too busy fucking on the on the forums. But I honestly, you know, I I want everyone's mental health to be what you know at a good place. But also, don't be out here fucking acting like an asshole on the internet. Yep. Um, and then one thing I love about some of these takeovers is the championship match isn't the main event. Not when fucking Johnny because, and Tommy are in because the stories the story's more important. So we got Tommaso Ciampa defeating Johnny Johnny Gargano in Johnny a Chi- Gargani. <laughs> Johnny Gargani Johnny Gargani in a Chicago street fight. Hey, the John O'Gargani over hey, there. Hey, they got a couple of Chicago dish. dogs. Wrigley Field. Hey, a couple Wrigley of, Field. Couple of Grove. Grove. Couple of Doles. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Couple of Doles and a couple of hot dogs. <laughs> um, Ferris yeah. Bueller. It was great. A couple of brats, eh? Yeah, A couple honestly. of beards and a brat. Yeah. An old style. Couple, yeah, exactly, dude. Fucking ripping it. Ripping and tearing, I would say. In the Chicago street fight, the emotion runs hot and heavy and, and sweaty. Yeah, and this is where like he fucking does the draping DDT on the ex- exposed board oh, that they yeah. ripped up the oh. ring and shit. Um, I I love this one because I I love what it does to Johnny, and it's like really cool, like a cool character arc. And if they would have been able to finish the original story, it would have been so sick mm-hmm. because it's just showing like him like his. His hatred of Tommaso is just overseeding everything where he's not even making good choices anymore. And he starts like getting too wild and like pushing and attacking referees and officials and stuff like that in this match. And like that story is super cool that like Tommaso is just so in his head mm-hmm. and he makes a mistake and he gets caught with that draping DDT, the um, Willow's Bell. Is that what he calls it? Yeah. 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 It's, cause it's named off Willow's. Willow's because yeah, his kid. Yeah. His daughter. Um, and so he like he's coming back in the ring to do I think probably his slingshot fucking spear that he does catches him boom hits it on the floorboards because oh, he's trying to right. just hurt Tommaso and not win the match. Mm-hmm. That's right. The uh, the Wait, this was that's the first time some I, storytelling. At least that I can remember. I think this is the first time I remember the exposed floorboards in at least like a long time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that's fucking that's good. That's getting under the layers of it. Um, is this the same match where they did the concrete power bomb, the power bomb straight to the concrete? Yeah, mm, yeah. I feel like a lot just, of this match was outside of the ring. They loved hurting each other. Yeah, in the Chicago street fight. Um, the next they did t- like the air raid crash off the the production crates. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Ugh. That uh, was great shit. Loved it. The next show was uh, Takeover Brooklyn Four. Uh, what happened in between this, Isai? So what happened in between this is because, again, Johnny Gargano is too consumed by Tommaso Ciampa, he causes Tommaso to win the NXT title by accidentally hitting one Aleister Black. And we were recording a podcast, and I whispered it into the mic. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Only time I've ever had to censor something. Because Matt didn't want spoilers. I had Matt to didn't want spoilers. I think <laughs> listen, the listeners don't want spoilers. You mean Blurg? I think that was pre Bryson. There's multiple. Yeah, fuck, 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 uh, fuck Blurg. Uh, I don't think you. I don't fuck think Bryson. How would you ever? Yeah, fuck well, Bryson for not remember, listening I, yet. Yeah. Um. No. Remember the yeah, whole what were you thing up to Blurg Bryson? started. We we were at a feud. Remember? Jacking off. Cut, oh yeah. Emma oh, and we I cut promos on each other. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Fuck you, Blurg. When did that podcast that failed that they started start? 
Los Ringo Bernables. <laughs> <laughs> well, Take one, that. Of, one of them moved to New Mexico. One, one of, of us moved to college. Yeah. One well, of us moved to Oregon. Some people don't know how technology works. They're a bunch <laughs> They're of dorks. Good. Fucking Luddites. I think Rob's cool. Actually, Drew's cool. He does yo-yo tricks. Yeah, like also, a fucking Bryson's geek. Cool. I don't know what no. you're talking about. I've met Bryson. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Bryson, I know what's up. I know what's up. <laughs> Terry, yeah, what's up? Terry team. So, team Terry. This uh, happened August 18th, 2018. That's my birthday, bro. Whoa! Uh, the, the, it was sponsored by Mayans. <laughs> the show Mayans. Oh, the Sons of Anarchy spinoff. The Heavy Rock was uh, provided by Grandson with the song Blood Backslash Backslash Water. And uh, that doesn't sound real. That can't be that can't be real. (laughs) Dude, Grandson? Grandson? The band Grandson spells it with a lowercase G. It's just lowercase G Grandson. Yep. I don't like any of that. And then not made in America, but made an America by the Fever three three three. None of this is real. That's almost even. Pretty a- sure. No, they're a tooth and nail band. Actually, that's I'm pretty cool. sure. Yeah, that's yeah. awful. Oh, and um, this is the start, like uh, this one here for Brooklyn Four. This was also the era where they were doing the regal, the Who Done It storyline. Of who attacked Alistair Black. That's oh, right. Hell yeah. Because he was gone for a while. It was because I think he had a like an injury he was getting he got, time off for. He got pissed on by too many cats. Yeah, he got pissed to, on by too many to cats. Out. He had to go into I'm quarantine. Covered by ammonia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and remember I'm they did the Who Done It storyline, which was fantastic. I mm-hmm. loved it. It was it so was cool. Wacky. Because it was goofy, but it was still fun to watch. It wasn't yeah. too goofy. Yeah, exactly. There was actual, like, intrigue. Too uh, goof, too furious. <laughs> so the uh, the taped matches were Bianca Belair defeating Deanna Perazzo. Um, a really and- weird little moment where Deanna actually had any matches on NXT. Like, <laughs> there are, like, several. I And I'm aware of Deanna Perazzo because I, you know, I'm online and I know what wrestlers do. But it's at the same time, there's so many times where it's like... I, it's like you all I've almost heard of Deanna Perrazzo in places I'm watching where it's like there's matches coming or like she's potentially getting signed somewhere and then just she's, doesn't happen. She's good. She wasn't a name enough where she could have just come and just done whatever. But she also never had like a truly defined character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like one of those things that just she was just kind of there. Yeah. yeah. She did. She the moment she left, she killed it. Like she, she, she still immediately had stuff, a, I think she immediately had a character the moment she left. But, yeah, yeah, a real Drew McIntyre story. <laughs> um, and then the Did second he? one was Pete Dune, uh, uh, beating Zach Gibson, uh, for the United Kingdom Championship. Pete Dunn was the champion, but yeah, yeah, but still Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's been the champion. We still yeah. have yeah. a long time. Wait, he was this whole time. He was the UK champion. Long yeah. Take over Chicago that I went to. Damn, and, and he all- still is until February. We, yeah. yeah, we still got till him versus Walter. Walter, he doesn't. Whoa, he's the champion till Walter. Yes, yes, that's he, wow. Until that's Walter, prestige. he was the longest reigning modern WWE champion. Damn. Walter beat that. Can we please not be confusing to the audience? Uh, we are talking, oh, of Gunther. course, about Gun- Gunther. Gunther. I did show. I showed Anya what 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 Gunther looks like, and is like, "Hey, that's Walter." And she's like, "What? He looks fantastic." 
It's yeah, wild. Dude, dude, dude's getting fucking. And it, it like he lost a little bit of the, like the 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 meat in his face, and now he looks scary. Mm-hmm. Is he still in UK or is he no, on the he's main on roster? SmackDown. He's on SmackDown. Do you think he'll ever fight Brock? Maybe they're pushing him because I think Vince understands his character and he's I, big and foreign. And I know you want you want Cody to beat uh, Roman, but what if what if it's Walter? Walter. God. Oh, that'd be sick. It's that'd not going sick. to be. Yeah, it would be sick. Why do you say shit like this? I don't know. Because that's what wrestling fans do. Wrestling fans build up these expectations on fake storylines for themselves and are disappointed when it doesn't happen. I don't get disappointed. I don't get disappointed. It's true. Mm -hmm. Now it's fun. I assume all my good ideas are never going to happen and all my bad ideas will. Speculation. I don't get disappointed. I stay disappointed. (laughs) Yep. You don't, if you don't have, you don't, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Disappointed bros. I don't get hard. I stay hard. Okay. Okay, you should go to a doctor. <laughs> go to a doctor. Yeah, after four hours, you're supposed to call a doctor. Nope. After four hours, I take another blue chew. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I vacuum up blue chew with my fucking dick. Let's go. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Reeling that shit with your fucking ure- your, your, your reader? Yep. Suck it in like a little vacuum hose. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> just, the show starts. <laughs> the noise. That was too much. Oh, he's cleaning his room again. (laughs) Don't come here, Mom. Clean my room. You better not be railing blue chew with your fucking penis again. Damn it! Shut up! (laughs) I don't get hard. I stay hard. Uh, the end. Uh, the Zubaz condoms. Man, oh my that's God. that's a conversation that's happened with uh, Johnny and Candace. <laughs> God damn. Including her, uh, him calling her mom. <laughs> Get out of here, mom. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, you're the mom to my child. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, this just starts with uh, the Undisputed Era, uh, Kyle and Roddy uh, defeating Mustache Mountain. Oh my god, so Great first match. off, was this also the time where Mustache had beaten them in the UK? Yes. For the, the title? And, so, and they lost it back. And or... they lost it back, back in that TV match. That was oh, a five-star okay. match that was so good because it's Trent Seven uh, just getting hurt and like he's getting fucked over and Tyler Bate is like has to throw in the towel because like he's hurting, you know? Yeah, 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 so yeah, good. That's right. It was so fucking good. This feud was so fucking good. Man, um, they've, just... they've missed the boat with Mustache Mountain to such a serious degree by not having them be part of normal NXT. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Uh, I It might be because Trent Seven. Yeah, travel or mm. not being able to get there consistently. They, they did beat um, Pretty Deadly in the, the UK champion. That's true. Like, they I mean, it's, I'm glad Yes, they're... boy. They're obviously like using Trent Seven as a trainer over there and shit, but just like yeah. man, they missed they just missed the boat, the window where they could have been something huge over here. Yeah, over definitely, definitely. Ty, I mean, because still, still, we uh, Tyler Bates should be. He's still like what twenty six, like yeah, probably I mean, he's at in, this he's point. Incredible. Like yeah. I, I do hope, yeah. I do hope he gets so be seen just, by a wider audience. And he's so, just like five foot four. So yeah, you disgusting um, little turdlet. 
I don't want him in my show. Get over here, you little goblin. Fucking Jonathan Gresham size. You teeny tiny baby. Okay, nobody's that small. (laughs) Um, Cheeseburger. But um, I think Cheeseburger's probably taller. Okay. Cheeseburger also is a cheese pickup person. Um, Also, he's not Cheeseburger anymore. The world famous CB. Um, Mm. That's good. But um, War Raiders came and attacked the uh, Undisputed Era after, which that just sets up like more like just fucking just the best. You know who I bet listens to Screwdriver? Uh Uh-oh. The straight edge edge guy. (laughs) Yeah, Ray Rowe. Probably. I don't think he listens to Screwdriver. I don't know, man. But I think he's probably... He's he's probably hung out with people who have. If we don't... Yeah, if you don't know already... If if you know a white dude who's way too into Nordic shit, just also keep (laughs) keep an arm's distance. Keep keep a healthy arm's distance. Be on alert. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Eric Larson and fam. <laughs> just kidding. They're actually that's su- hey, that's Swedish, and that's different. <laughs> I like your thinking. That's different. Just, um, just, just kidding. It's their family heritage. Another uh, great and weird feud: Velveteen Dream versus EC3. The the uh, the vignettes and stuff were better than the match, but it was oh of course yeah. we knew that was gonna happen. The but, match yeah. was not good, but the vignettes around the pool were really weird and fun. And yep. showed how weird EC3 is. Yeah, it was a character showcase for both of them. I think this is one of the concussions he got was probably in this match. Yeah, probably. He got a is, lot of them. This is interesting. Hmm. Um, we got we got two title losses coming up. Uh, Ricochet beat Adam Cole. And then match with the uh, with the the moonsault uh, super kick. Super kick, yep. Yeah, the most beautiful super kick. Oh, it makes me horny. Yeah, dude, I can see. Better put on your sticky pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need them. Put um. on your sticky pants. Time to cream. <laughs> and Mom, then, where's my sticky pants? Candice, where's my sticky pants? <laughs> I don't Kyrie. want to cream in my edge pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a morning episode. <laughs> Give me my Iron Man pants. We're only an hour in too. Is the thing we went off the rails mm, hard, wow. fast. We're wow. we're an hour and ten minutes, seventy uh, minutes. Oh, thanks for the clarification. Yeah, yeah. Time uh, it goes hour, hour yes. and a half, then forever. Yes, yeah, exactly, and then too long. <laughs> uh, Kyrie Sane defeated Shayna Baszler. It was Shayna getting called up. No. No. Oh, yeah, cool. What's the deal with that? Just cool. Kyrie, they just, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie they, deserved it. They Kyrie went hard with Kyrie. The, Kyrie had won the Mae Young Classic prior? Yes. And, and then that, also she was voted I was I don't I don't think it was at this one, but remember she's then voted like like women's star of the year and NXT superstar of the year. And oh. that's when she cuts the promo where she's like like starts like crying, like, Are you serious? Like is this yeah. real? And it's like I love NXT. So and yeah, and I see how quickly uh, the main roster killed her spark for a minute. Yep, I'm leaving. I'm guys. I'm yeah. tired of getting concussed by Nia. Yeah, Nia it's... Jax hurts me, and she I'm... never got to jump off the pirate ship. That's true. That's the biggest travesty. Thing. That's the biggest, that's the biggest, that is the biggest sin. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa beat Johnny Gargano in a Tim Allen match for the NXT Championship. Last man standing. Yeah, and this is the one again where Johnny trying to go too far, and Tommaso like where he like stands up and like slithers onto his feet. 
It's great. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, is this because he is this when he has like they they handcuff or handcuff to each other? Johnny goes to like hit the the knee off of like the like production crates, and then mm-hmm. he like fucking biffs it, and then just like collapses, and Tommaso's able to stand up. Tommaso like, just like slithers off the like crate and puts his feet on the ground. Yeah, because yeah, it yep. was, it's Johnny can't fucking control his emotions. He, his like, narrative. Can't yeah, he can't his control if it gets too hot. Because like even then, like Candace is like on him, like you, you're being a fucking idiot. Like, because he could have ended it like a couple times before. Yeah, he... that's right. That's right. And Man, so, what a good story! God damn it was it. just so good, and it's just like the twists and turns and everything like that were just so good. And like at the end of it, where Gargano's all fucked up, and of course Champa's over him with the belt and everything, it's just so great. And it's just like you're just in the middle of this and just thinking like, because you still got just the one hour of TV. So you're always kind of wanting more mm-hmm. because they have to try to get all these other storylines in there. So you get maybe a little nugget here and a little nugget there. So these takeovers just meant so much because, yeah, that match was like what, like 30, 33 minutes long. They had like a 37 minute long at the other one. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's because you haven't gotten much of this. You haven't yeah. done that. So good stuff. Just fucking fantastic. stuff. Yeah. Now it's time. For War Games. War Games. War Games. War Games 2, 2018, November 17th. Heavy Rock provided by Bring Me The Horizon with the song Wonderful Life featuring Danny Filth. Song uh, fucking blows. <laughs> Nita, Nita Strauss uh, with the song Mariana Trench. And, uh, that song was pretty sick. Motionless and light, white with the song "Voices." That song fucking sucks. Yeah, and I I just keep thinking of the Sayosin song. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one. I think so. Um, I once saw Sayosin <laughs> open for Avenged Sevenfold in 2015 Rock. with Anthony Green still as the front man. Damn, I saw them uh, <laughs> with them again <laughs> with Anthony Green as their front man uh, with Dashboard Confessional and Taking Back Sunday. It was just like, it was Furnace Fest, but for like not heavy music. <laughs> it was just a weird tour, and I don't know why I went. Because you like to live on the edge, bro. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of bro. Yeah. Let's uh let's get into this one. We got um these are the <sighs> Sorry, I had to take a breath for a second. Um, you just got so fucking hot and bothered thinking about <sighs> Seosin? <laughs> no. Uh Bad, these dude, are bury your head. <laughs> bury your head. Bury your fucking head. Um these are the pre the pre-tape matches. Key the tape matches. Keith Lee defeated Fidel Bravo, one of those person I know. I don't know Fidel Bravo. I have no Bravo. idea. Who's I... Keith Lee? <laughs> uh, Viva then... la Fidel Bravo. I love that man. Same same thing here. Lars Sullivan defeated, defeated uh, Kieda Murray. Murray? Murray? No, Murray. Yep. Brit- you know, Brittany Murray. That's Murray. Oh, the Keith Lee match, uh, I think he just squashed him, and there wasn't even a time. The Lars Sullivan match was a minute 30. And then the other tape match was Nikki Cross beating Candice LeRae. 
fascinating. All right. Yeah. And then it starts with uh, Riddle's first takeover defeating Cassius Ono. Yep. And that's in surprise six match. seconds. I, I, so I loved it. Sure. Sure. I hated it. So this I, means I, I went lo- to Defy right before this. Yeah. I yeah. love stuff like this because it retrains your audience. Sure. It's it's something yeah, that's super I saw him, needed. I saw him, I think it was in October. I'm pretty I sure I went to Defy in October. Because they have the match later on. I just love that like you retrain your audience that like anything can happen, and they made Riddle feel special because he comes, has the music, he's just Matt Riddle. And, and like, he knocks he hits, out the knock art, knock out yeah, artist. and he just hits that fucking knee. I guess and it's, it's like, oh, the, he's an uh, MMA guy. Of course, it works. It's the it's the hindsight of it all. I just think. Oh, one hundred percent. Their follow up match just wasn't very good. I guess, but you're right. Oh, I thought you're you were right. talking about uh, the uh, the you know the reason that riddle, riddle. Uh, <laughs> the allegations. Yeah. Um. The next match was a two out of three falls match for the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler beating Kyrie Sane two to one. Interference um, from Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's where the horse girls start like kind of coming out <laughs> for all of them. Um. Yeah, it was fine. I I think um because uh Io Shirai then came out with for um. Kyrie and then hits the moon salt. Didn't she do it jeans. with heels? Yeah. Jeans, yeah, jeans and heels. Oh. Yeah. So was she? She had had she just shown up into NXT at this point? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's then. Now we're in my era. Oh, greatest wrestler of all time, Io Shirai. Um, it's Alice like you've Tr- never watched Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird thing for you to say. <laughs> Is it? Uh, is it yes. that weird? Yes. Okay. Uh, Alistair Black defeated Johnny Gargano. Um. So this is the lead up to this one. Is was when the was when Johnny found, attacked him? Right. They found out Johnny had attacked him after <sighs> kind of going through everybody else, and so dark Johnny, Johnny had his, it was dark Johnny. He yeah. had his he had his heel turn, and it's all because he was just like Candice is even like you're a fucking dumbass, Johnny. He's like I hate Tommy. <laughs> I hate wheels. Yeah, and so oh, I he, hate wheels. And so, like, he does that angle, and then the best part of this, though, is when fucking uh, Black is like lifting him up. He's like, "I absolve you of your sins," and fucking kicks his face off. Yeah, yep. kicks his face off of his the face. fucking squarest fucking black mass. It was so good, and I love things like that. Um, in um. In wrestling, where it's like these moments, like they, they, like anybody can go and do, like that's like halfway town. Tony Nese, Tony Nese can go and do a bunch of moves, like springboards and flips and all this stuff, and fucking drop you on your head with a burning hammer or whatever he wants to do. But he's never going to have a moment because he just doesn't have that. Alistair Black just and Johnny Gargano have that in so much space where they create these moments with these moves. They're able to tell like real stories. Yeah. And this, that whole thing where he's like lifts him up and Johnny's there having that stupid Johnny Gargano like dead look. You guys know the exact what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, I absolve you of your sins. And then face gone. You had to get a whole new face. Yeah. Yep. And then we see the one he chose. It was the same one. I would have gone <laughs> something else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. With that face. Yeah. Um. Then we got uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeating a Velvet Dream Dream. This was Dream's best match? 
No. Was it this one? I don't remember it to be honest oh. with you. It was I don't just this there. One at all. It was just better. It's just there. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. He was, um, this was at a point where he was kind of getting competent in the ring, like where it wasn't flashy. It just was. It was a fine yeah. match. And it's just um, Champo is just was just on a different level than him. Yeah. But but Vel- this is also when Velveteen was really getting hot with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of had to do it. And yeah. it was also just a way to waste some time. It's like the Lars Sullivan Alistair Black match because this wasn't going to be the main event. The main yep. event was all games. Yep. Pete Dunn, Ricochet, and War Raiders beating the Undisputed Era. Fucking P- Peter and Ricochet wearing the the War Raiders face paint. This is always still goofy looking. I always love when they do that, like with Roddy and the Authors of Pain stuff, where you just like, yeah. I'm like so, my big brothers. Can we? Men- I'm going to mention the best one: Kurt Angle in the Shield vest. Oh, that yeah. one is the best yeah. one. That's, You're right. That's the best one. <laughs> Fucking just like, hey, my, I'm 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 going with my kids to the anime convention, and I'm in my <laughs> cosplay. I'm I'm going to go to the restroom, but before anybody else mentions it. Ricochet did the double fucking moonsault. Yep. Out of fucking control. I never thought I'd see him do that again because he stopped doing it for years. But let alone in a WWE fucking ring. Off a cage. Wild. Yeah. Wild shit. Yeah. Games, and this. It's just a fucking. It's like when Christmas comes around. Yeah. I know. That's why, like, this Christmas. The la- last Christmas was just such a disappointing Christmas. Yeah. Was there NXT. no war games or was it a weird one? It, there was a war games. It was fucking Tony D'Angelo and his buddies beating up all the NXT 1.0 guys. I think I might have been out at that point. Um, I, I, I watched that and that was the last thing I really watched. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> war games was a special thing. And I, uh, I guess, you know what? Sometimes you don't need a sequel. You can just leave it alone. I mean, and, we get, and remember what was good. Four of them that were so good. I think we had four four war games, four years worth of war games that were so rad. So yeah, yeah. I do. I do kind of. I do hope AEW drops the blood and guts thing. I hope they kind of just let it die. But come back like, in a couple cur- more years. Cursed match type of theirs. Or the, mm-hmm. what about the stadium stampede? You know what? I always have fun with the stadium stampede. I'll take stadium, I'll take stadium stampede. The thing, the problem with blood and guts is that it every single time that they've gone to do it, the happen. something happens and like it's not the original plan. We're talking about blood and guts now. <laughs> oh no! Why? What happened? I mean, because we're talking about war games. War games. We're just talking like how like that is like such a cursed match type because like every time that they set something up, something happens where it doesn't have like follow through correctly. Like and they now just, it's need just to drop it. It's just you know. What was the one on this one? Well, like blood and guts. Like, remember originally it was like. It, oh no, it, no, we're not talking about war games. We're talking oh. about other companies doing stuff like this. Oh yeah, where it was supposed to. They're supposed to do it with like the elite. Yeah, but it yeah, never exactly. actually happened. Then, like COVID happened. And so then we got Jericho landing on some pillows. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm. That's right. Uh, was, but no, this this one was. Uh, it, it's also fun to because we were also reminiscing about how like. It's fun to go back and look at these amazing War Games matches, and it's sad to to look at the the most the recent War one. Games match is just not. Uh, it was good because, like, it was it's supposed to be like was, a passing of the torch kind of a deal. It was that, good, but, but it was not great. Yeah, it just wasn't this? You know, like they and 
they were putting performers in there from the like NXT 2.0 side that don't belong in this match type yet. They're not. They do not have the experience at all. They really just need to get Tony D'Angelo out of there. That, that would have helped out a ton. Like you replace mm. him with like, well, not Von Wagner. Fuck him. Joe um, Gacy. No. God. Um, I'm so sick of him too. Solo uh, Sokoa. So I just it, like that would have been good. Yeah, he, he's he's uh, he's the third Uso. Like, okay. He, like he's like their legitimate little brother. He's Samoan. <laughs> he's just a big version of the two of them. He's he's. <laughs> He's the Venn diagram of Roman and the Usos. Yeah, I like how they got a third brother, and so do uh, the the Tongan twins. Who are those guys in New Japan? Oh, oh uh, Destiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like how they have a third. He's um he's actually like part of Bullet Club now, and he did not defect to join his brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tama Tonga's a good guy now. Like he like would even team with Tanahashi now. Yeah, he fucking shaved his beard, and now he looks stupid. I thought he looked handsome. handsome. I hate it. It makes me. I'll take him anyway. I can get him. It makes me upset. Um, But yeah, that's the year. Um, I think we should. We should. We should stop talking about it here. Wrap it up here. Okay, I was going to say because there's a a really easy ending, but should we do go to Phoenix? It would be the New York. Um, the Mania one's the big one because that's like the end of the. The end of the story that never actually yeah, let's, ends. Let's, okay, let's let's, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. All right, let's get into take over Phoenix. We didn't take a break. We didn't take a break. <laughs> it would have been seamless. Take over Phoenix. The one time I threw up. The only time I threw up on an airplane was when I was flying into Sky Harbor Airport, airport in Phoenix. Every time I think hear Phoenix now, I think about the time I got introduced oh. to drama. Me. That's I, why that's why the Jimmy World song is called Goodbye Sky Harbor. Because that's um, the airport in Phoenix. Mm, yeah, I, I had a I had a really good Mexican food place there. I mm. went to the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, hell of a game. I've <laughs> never been I never been to that desert cesspool. I threw up next to a stranger when I was landing, and I think Sick. about it all the time. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh well this happened in uh January twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. The heavy Brock was brought to you by. Oh, it was sponsored by Kingdom Hearts Three. Hell yeah! Oh hell yeah, that game sucks. From what I heard, (laughs) Um, it was sponsored by a band called Alien. The Heavy Rock, sorry, was provided by Alien Weaponry with the song "Holding My Breath." They are like super tech metalcore. Like (laughs) when I heard them, I was like, oh, so I don't like metalcore anymore. (laughs) And then, and then Poppy X by Poppy. I'm Poppy. I I'm Poppy. Very legitimately became a big fan of Poppy over the, because of NXT. Yeah, I just I just remember asking someone that I was like, I bet you like Poppy. I was like, who is this for? And then it made sense. It was. I for still them. don't understand who it's for. I know. Apparently, me, and that's weird. Brave kids that used to listen to metal. Interesting. Oh. I would have thought about what high school like. The high school when we were in high school, kids who were into Avenged Sevenfold, I would feel like high schoolers now are into Poppy like that. Mm. I was into Avenged Sevenfold when I was fifteen. Got you. Caught here in a fireplace. All right, let's, let's get into All it. Right, be that drummer guy. The uh, the pre-tape matches or the tape matches on the show were uh, the Sky Pirates defeating. <laughs> Which is Io Shirai and Kairi Sane, for those so who don't cool. know. Defeating Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. The Horse Girls. 
And also, I hated he- the shirts that they wore. The let's play, let's fight. It always bugged me. That was bad. Yeah. Was it what bugged you more, that or put your hair up and square up? Put your hair up and square up was the worst fucking thing. <laughs> it was not that bad. Um, and then the second one was I uh, hope you didn't forget about it. Uh, the Forgotten Sons defeating the Street Profits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, forgot to get their vaccines. <laughs> Uh, but the show opens uh, with War Raiders uh, defeating the Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team Championship, which the means no one's dripping gold. They're not all dripping yeah. gold anymore. There's prophecy hasn't been. F- they weren't doing the prophecy shit here, right? Not no? yet. Okay. No. Okay. Um, uh, it's a great match. I mean, it's Red Dragon versus fucking War Machine. This match has happened before. This match has happened, why. like, probably at, like, a Tokyo Dome at some point. And so it's just one of those things where it's, like, they they were doing that thing where they opened the show up with a fucking banger-ass tag match involving the Undisputed Era. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we got uh, Matt Riddle defeating Cassius Ono by submission. This was the, the uh, by the rubber, bro the mission. match. Um, I, I like the match. The condom match? I just don't. I just don't remember it. If I'm being honest with you, I think I was just trying to have a hard opinion, and I don't really have one. I just miss Cassius Ono. Matt, I don't remember any of these. Oh, I remember them until Isai until Isai says something, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I I definitely actively remember all of these because, like, Mm. I was so invested at this time. I was too. I don't remember Phoenix super well, but this was like, yeah, this was when I just was absolutely head over heels with like, I was also watching like Ron Smackdown every week gladly. Mm-hmm. And even though it wasn't great, I was just like in love with WWE and wrestling again mm-hmm. uh, in this time. So I remember a lot of this. You're I just still- saying how good Carmella was and yeah. that James Ellsworth didn't get the due he deserved. I mean, look, you know, he brought intergender wrestling into WWE, uh, James Ellsworth. And, um, <laughs> Well, when didn't Santina do that? I think uh, stop it. I, oh, in the fucking rumble. Oh, stop it. Well, now. and I'm great. guessing before, right? Stop it. We're, we're well, I, mean, I, I, I actively have chosen not to remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Johnny oh, Gargano no. defeated Ricochet for the North American Championship. Now those two boys, that's like watching two squirrels chase each other. Yeah, it was great. It was great stuff. This is again, you get heel Gargano, which like I know like ended up like working a lot more later on in his career. Um, but like right here, I thought he did a great job because again, he was just so blinded by a lot. But then this is also right close to this era is when you get the random call up of DIY when they enter into their feud. Oh, yeah. And then are called up and uh, t- teaming together on the main roster. And then Alistair yeah. and Ricochet. Yep. Which was a sick team. Like, because that, yeah. that team fought it at uh, Mania. Yeah, for, it was great. The titles, and it was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, this, this is just a very strange time because that's. This is where like NXT's going hard with their own stuff. Yeah. But like since it is hitting so hard and this is also now we're getting around the time of AEW is about to get announced and shit's about to go on cuz we just had all in. Like this is like the year that they're going to leave 
they left New Japan with at this point. Was this the year there were a bunch of NXT people in the Rumble? Yes. Yes. Mm, yeah. The next okay. year is where we get Survivor Series with NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- yeah. We're in the year with Survivor Series with NXT. Okay. Okay. We're in 2019 now. Yep. Yep. And so, um, yeah. Shayna Baszler uh, defeated Bianca Belair. I remember when is... Bianca was bad. Yeah. I feel this is where she was starting to turn the this, corner. Th- th- we talked about it uh, when we recapped this uh, this takeover that this was like, oh, this was a she good stepped... match for Bianca. Yeah. She's she stepped, she stepped into it the up. Role. Yeah, yeah, because she and this was her like, first almost, takeover. Like, count her steps and yep. be like, I have to make sure I'm doing this move here. Yeah. Yep. And here's this spot here. It was so robotic. Yep. God damn it, man. You're just making me real happy with that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just smoking cigarettes in your house. I wish. I'm not, yeah, I'm just lighting up, just lighting up my Marlboro Red, dude. Fucking <laughs> my, just get, just hit my camels. Uh, also, it was, uh, I love the how dominant though, like Shayna still was, yep. even though it's like Bianca was trying to overpower, was like lifting her out of the Carafuda clutch, but then she still held on. It Did she just... choke her with her hair? Did she ever do that? I don't remember. Okay, because that sounds sick. <laughs> Um, Sounds like Tom- something I'd be into in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeated uh, Alistair Black. Yep. Retained. Retained Goldie. his title. He's and... holding on to Goldie. He's all fucking psycho about it. And the, psycho this killer. Is, um, also, as the show closed, this is where um, Ciampa and Gorgano are both standing at the top of the ramp with their titles. And so oh, yeah. it's remember because they kind of come back together for a second. Yeah. But then Johnny, Johnny turns Johnny. on him. Yeah. And that was gonna that was the big ruse is that it's just all just to get at Tommaso. And then Champa got hurt. Yep. And then Champa got oh, hurt. and getting to Champa getting hurt. Let's go to the next one. Okay. We've this got... was when we still had pre-tapes because like we knew about it beforehand. We're yeah. like, what the fuck? What are they gonna do? I remember like maybe he'll get his neck fixed. Maybe he'll get his his neck fixed in two weeks. Um, I'm sorry, I yelled that. I forgot I was recording for a second. Um, April. I I, I missed what you yelled. Oh, good. Uh, April fifth, twenty nineteen, NXT Takeover New York, Heavy Rock, brought to you by. The song is called "Are You Ready" by Disturbed. Ready. And also, you should see me in a crown by Billy Eilish. That, this is that's my, wild. That this is Billie before Will, William was giant. Yeah, like right before she fucking blew up. I this song, that song was fucking sick for Takeover though. Like they Honestly. used it in a um, bunch of like video packages and stuff, mm-hmm. and it was really good. Yeah, and like the like the little like music video for it that was also like they were like using. For the promo, like the spider crawling on her face, I was like, "This is crazy." Uh, the pre-tape matches for this: uh, Street Profits uh, defeated Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Uh, Jackson Riker defeated De- Danny Birch, and Candice LeRae defeated uh, Aaliyah with Vanessa Bourne. I remember in this era being so much like wanting. Candace to be able to strike out on her own, and it kept feeling like she was being playing second fiddle to Johnny's storyline mm-hmm. uh, and her role in it. And hindsight has shown that they didn't ever quite pull her. They never into quite that. did. Yeah, they never quite got her all the way out of it. Yeah, they tried. They tried, and then with the way stuff was going, like she definitely had her own character at points. 
But I just yeah. remember at this time being frustrated. This and then, had, yeah. this story had to end because everything else was in sacrifice to Tommaso and Johnny. And, mm-hmm. and that, like almost across the card, because like Alistair mm-hmm. Black losing, like on the last one, it's like stuff like that was all in yeah, service. Everything to to Did- Johnny Gar- but which I understand. Yeah. But then it does create some things where it's like, oh. Well, then when Tommaso gets hurt and the storyline doesn't get completed, yeah, everything's been sacrificed to this thing that didn't happen. Yeah. 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 Yep. Did Did Candace ever get a title? Uh, tag team. Okay. With with, with Indy. Yep. She man. Uh, maybe and, it was just too stacked, but I wish she was the champion at one point. She it was it was too stacked, but she should have had it. Like yeah. she. It was stacked, but she was at the top. Like, yeah, um, you know, and it, it's unfortunate. And you know, we'll see what she does now. Like, yeah, because interestingly, as we're recording this episode, is the right after it, it's uh, like a few days ago was announced that yeah, she's uh, she's left the company. So yeah. we'll see where she where she lands, or if her, she comes back to wrestling, she and, or, or what she, she does. And, she and Johnny are both free agents, just being think, parents right now, and being Disney you know, parents, dude. You know what? I'd I'd love to see her in Wow. I, okay. I haven't watched anything about WoW. World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Tessa's gone. So yeah, yeah, so Tessa's gone. So that makes it like, oh, sick. But I think she could do well there. Yeah, it yeah. would be cool. It would be, be cool to see her show, be... show up somewhere else. And have I her don't the... want to see her in AEW. No, they, they no. So no. What I think would be sick Women... if she went and was the top gaijin in fucking stardom. Yeah, like if they both just went, moved, moved their whole family to Japan and started being a bunch of weebs and fucking <laughs> raised their kids over there. and She's not young enough for that crowd. That's true. <laughs> well, that would make her a big heel. She's an That's old true. lady for those purposes. She come, yeah, she'd come out in those little, like, coats. Like, all fucking old. They just oldify the shit out of her. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, I'm way into it. Dressed in the fucking, like, she would Eric dress Bischoff in a co- um, no. minister. Like, Old like, man <laughs> makeup. Like Tyler Breeze is the janitor, but her is just an old woman. Uh, a coveralls? Like yeah. she's a fucking car mechanic? Hey, yeah. No, she I'm would just dress here like... to clean up the ring. Uh, it's a me, Jean Parmesan. Uh, <laughs> she, she would dress like Cruella Deville. Yeah, exactly. 100%. No. 100%. She would dress like Jean Parmesan. <laughs> okay. Eliza me, Well, this show. Candace! That's Johnny. Candace, you did it again. Oh, not Johnny and Candace. Candace Parmesan. <laughs> this show opens with. Jean uh, Lorray. I'm sorry. This Judo show opens... Jean Lorray. <laughs> That's a funny joke for me. Judo Jean Lorray. Well, because you know Judo Jean LaBelle? LaBelle Lock? Oh, yeah. There it yeah. is. You mean the yeah. Yes Lock? Yeah. Now we're. Okay. This, this show starts hey, out also, with the War Raiders. Start? Versus Alistair Black and Ricochet, who are leaving. Go yeah, on. Man. Weren't War Raiders also leaving? Like no, right around him? Like, uh, no, they were later. Um, Vi- so the yeah. Viking experience. So Ricochet and Alistair Black had won the Dusty Cup, and that's why they got this opportunity. And then they were called up in the main roster just randomly. Mm. Just random call up. Like, hey, you guys are up now. This was like a real. like sign of how the main roster was going to start fucking with NXT. Mm-hmm. Like the way they handled these call-ups was uh pretty disappointing. Yeah, this is respect. where this is where it, the pattern started to reveal itself. Because this is also like like that summer before that fall or whatever. That's when they had brought up EC3 Nikki Cross 
Lacey Evans and Heavy Machinery. Mm. And so then they brought those guys up and they were kind of debuting them staggered. And then they just debuted these new guys just like randomly on a Raw. Like I forgot who I was listening to. I think it was Johnny. And like he was like they were visiting family. And then they got the call like on a Saturday. Hey, you're needed for Raw on Monday. He's like, I'm in fucking Cleveland. He's like, I can't go. So Tommaso had kind of He go. did not say fucking. You're right. I'm in <laughs> Cleveland. I'm in flipping he, Cleveland. He doesn't swear. It's like the weirdest thing about him. And so Tommaso had to like, like he got a spare key, go into his house and got his gear for him. To fly out. Wait, who did? Tommaso. Tommaso. Oh. Because he's just Tommaso kicking down the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next match, uh, Velveteen Dream uh, defeating Riddle. For the North American Championship, I use his his name now. This was the this one dream, fucking turned heel, right? Like started being kind of heel. I think. I mean, so. if yeah. he was fighting Matt Riddle, probably absolutely must have been. Yeah, like he started like cheating a little bit, and this is yeah. where the bloom was off the rose a little bit on Dream. Wow, character. Matt Riddle was also cheating a little bit. Ah. <laughs> fair. also um on the last match like this match i i it was fine yeah um, riddle's good but, but um on the last one it's like you could just tell how like important nxt was to these wrestlers because mm-hmm. at the end of it like when the guys got the sandy ovation ricochet and alice black because they were leaving it's like ricochet's like legit like blubbering like, yeah like that quiver like lip quiver mm-hmm. like um or and war like, machines they did doing the, like the ring of the honor japanese shit. bow it was a like in japan like you would bow to yeah. the crowd yeah, yeah, yeah. um and you would bow to your personal because you respect them and you're giving them all the honor and everything and so like they did that too it was just super cool yeah yeah um, really ceremonial for sure and, felt really and, respectful and this was the time that you could just tell like nxt meant so much to everybody that was there yep like not even just us as fans but like the guys and girls that were wrestling like this was a big deal like this was a like it's so weird to say, but it was like a movement. It's like mm-hmm. this yeah. style of wrestling could be in yeah. WWE. I mean, and it we got was to, getting and we, over. AEW exists because of this era of NXT. Yeah, hundred percent. Like Tony Khan, like saw that there was viability in this type of wrestling in America. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, had billions of dollars to pursue it. And then we got yeah, and then all of us collectively got introduced to the experience of watching uh, the Viking experience characters that we appreciate and care for get tossed into a wood chipper. <laughs> yep. Uh, but the next match, Walter defeated Pete Dunne for the My. United Kingdom Championship. My flipping goodness, dude! <laughs> I loved this match. It was so good. Fucking Walter, Walter com, coming off the top of the splash to win it. Oh, it's the best. That's, I love that's that. the best. How Walter could just end a match. At the chop with a sleeper hold with a power bubble or a splash. A big Wal- boot. Walter is such a great wrestler because he does like six moves. But mm-hmm. it's, they just are so intentional. Yeah, it's like you yep. could do this till he's 90. Mm-hmm. Not the splash. God, Pete Dunn's also fucking great. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Has this he before been before he got has... tiny? This is yeah, like a little bit, a little bit thick. thick, Pete. A little bit yeah. thick, Pete. I miss has, him, Pete. Has Pete been able to like showcase himself on SmackDown yet? But... Yeah. Okay. Like, like, he, like he, you know that they care about somebody, or like they have at least a little plan for somebody when, when they're they hanging care. out with Sheamus. Exactly. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Like, if yeah. you're with Sheamus, that means like they like you. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Seamus, yeah. Seamus is a future Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. straight up. Like, look at the sure. way they pushed him. Look at And honestly, look at it, how good his career has been. Basically, yeah. since he became a tag team guy, since the bar started. Yep, yep that's what I was about to say. His, his career is really good. He has a yeah. really solid career. He'll never be world champion again. But, like, he was world champion in, like, yeah. 2016. That's a lot more recent than people remember. And he's mm-hmm. got that spinal stenosis thing, too. So it's like he really is making the most of whatever he's got. Well, he's also now lending his star power to other people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's on every commercial. Every <laughs> WWE commercial. Because he's just recognizable <laughs> as a wrestler. Yep. It's true. Dude, shout out to the fucking translucent pale community, bro. Yep. I'm with... I'm one of us. I'm not necessarily proudly one of us. I'm just one of us. And uh, <laughs> quite see-through, quite pale. Yeah. It's nice to see that representation. Seamus, the members of Screwdriver, have, Matt. I, have, Matt. I, I don't know what those guys look like, Derek. Well, so I'll have to take your word I think you can look guess. Look at the mirror. I think... <laughs> That so what I'm I'm led to believe that all members of Screwdriver there's like what how many ever many of them all look like me exactly like Matt <laughs> yeah. that's actually something I should probably dig into <laughs> not in a, not in a way of support by any means but I got to get to the bottom whatever what's going on here oh man uh, Shayna Baszler defeated Bianca Belair Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane in a fatal four way match this is um. It's always great stuff when you have those like everybody involved uh, like that like, at such a high caliber like level, and then it helps somebody mm-hmm. like Bianca Belair get over. So like I still I remember yep. being bummed out though because it's like by this time I you're just a little tired of Shayna. She's yeah. still very good and like got a little stale. It's just like you want something maybe a little different. Oh. And also yeah. like, that we was there. don't have until we have until what February of the next year before she loses. Yeah. Well, got... was was she actively involved in the make? Is it is the because the stuff with her and Dakota is still going on, right? Like she's still <laughs> Dakota's yeah. still terrified. Yeah, and then Dakota got hurt. Oh yeah, Dakota hasn't shown up on a takeover yet. Wow. Yeah, no. she, Whoa. That's she a while too. And so, um, then there was um, it's just like Eo had just shown up mm-hmm. and um was still like happy, nice Eo, and had like the the, the lucha mats that she would wear and brighter colors and shit mm. she mm-hmm. wasn't hanging out with poppy yet yeah. yeah she had the still the original like very like japanese like baby face entrance music like yeah the club music and stuff before she became the coolest thing ever yeah and yeah. then johnny gargano versus adam cole two to one uh in a two out of three falls match this for match. The vacant nxt championship because Tommaso the, got hurt, right? Yeah. The kick this out. was supposed to be the blow off, right? This was supposed to be the yeah. like the end of Johnny Tommaso. And then yeah, Tommaso got have, hurt right at the last right yeah. at the last moment. Um uh, so yeah, he was hurt. Did he, he get a, hurt on Raw? So he just he he was already had a bad neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he was already kind of on borrowed time. And so then it was just like we gotta do like we it wasn't like a freak accident thing it was like hey we checked out your neck like you like you're off tv and i remember at the time that really coloring how i watched this match which i want to go back and rewatch now because i haven't i i think this match is where nxt jumps the shark and i think it's a good match but it's like it sets a precedent for them being a little ridiculous that's the Um, best johnny fucking kicks out of adam cole's finisher 
Redragon's finisher and Adam Cole's finisher again. Yeah, Johnny in Takeover. A row. Johnny he kicks takeover. out of three finishers in a, a row. It's a lot. He has endurance. He worked out a lot. So to me, this is the second best takeover. And and um, I I think I think I would like the match more now than at the I, time where I was just like, it's good, but it's not what it was supposed to be. And I, 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 I love this match. I just think it sets a precedent where they continued elevating it's stuff. It's um, TLC uh, WrestleMania 17. Yeah, it's, it's too much to follow. Yeah, you can't follow this shit. Like, so it's like the next TLC matches or ladder matches or anything like that. It's like, well, it looks like we have to fucking like murder somebody now. Like Shane has to fall off the the thing from SummerSlam that year, or like we have to m- try to murder Shane because like we can't go any further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was like I love this match because Adam Cole is so great, and everybody loves Adam Cole. Everybody was mm-hmm. cheering him, and Johnny was getting booed at the beginning. They tell the story of this match of this fucking guy Johnny Gargano, who like for the last year has been just so obsessed with trying to be be better than Champa and like beat Champa, whatever. And now he's going in there just to claim what's his, and he gets to do all that. And like they turn the crowd when he wins, it is such a sustained mm-hmm. roar. It's yeah. a roar. It's so great. The yeah. roar of the crowd. And he finally, because he finally wins it. Like, this is his first, this is the first time he's won the title. Yeah. He wins the big end. And then he loses it very quickly. He loses the big end very quickly. <laughs> but then, like, Champa comes out and, like, hugs him. And it's just such a great moment. Um, because this is when, like, kayfabe was broken a little bit. And you're like, oh, well, we this guy's hurt. They, they didn't know if Champa was ever going to come back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They were treating it like... It, yeah, exactly. They they really took all of the uh the the hatred that was building between Johnny and Champa and and were like that's not important. Yeah. yeah. Which and I which is good and probably the better move, but as, at the time again it was still just like it's hard for you to go from like being really invested in this thing to just seeing the wall broken. You it's like you're happy because of course they're friends and everyone's alive and and, and everyone's fine, but it's like yeah, I just remember at the time, and so, being like, what's wish so for that blow-off to happen. It also know? saved um, Johnny's, like, career, because it's like, he would have gone to the main roster. Like, he would, like, that just would have been done. Yeah, that's oh. true, too. Yeah, yeah. and now, now he'd be, a, oh, my God. And, and then, like, the documentary they did with Champa of this is fucking heartbreaking, like, Triple H with this, yeah. with this speech that, like, you again, it's just like I said before, it's like, you can just tell how much this meant to everybody, like, Hunter included. Yeah, like and this also this this match was my two boys. It was my two favorite boys. So the lowest rated match on this whole card was a three seven five. That mm-hmm. was the women's titles match. Sounds um, sounds about right for Dave. The, the, you know that's unfair. He loves women's wrestling, but it has to be Japanese nine, and from the nineties. Yeah, it has <laughs> to be in is, something called Super Egg Dome ninety four Extreme. Because <laughs> that is, but that is some of the best wrestling. Period. I've ever watched the, the tag team title match and the North American matches got four point five stars. The Walter Dunn match got four seven five, and oh. Gargano Cole got five point five. Was broke, no, that wasn't that the first the time. No, that wasn't the first time. No. Was Kenny the first time? Was no. Kenny Okada? No, Rick okay. no, Flair Rick, is Rick is Rick Flair in uh, Steamboat. Um, Steamboat. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But then it, it hadn't happened again until fucking seven Omega stars. Okada. Okay. Okay. But yeah, five and a half. Like again, it's just uh, Johnny Gargano just fucking being the best. Like 
three three five star and above matches. Um, and then that match also won like later on in the year won the NXT end of the year award for match of the year. Right. Which right. I mean you can't. And this is a great stopping point because, mm-hmm. as Zach said, this is where they kind of set that precedent of Shawn Michaels' ass, like, <laughs> match against The Undertaker, kick out, Taker looks like, oh, and Jim Ross is like, oh, my God, it's my witness. I'm having an out-of-body experience. <laughs> <laughs> and when does when does NXT move to two-hour live TV? Uh, later this year. Okay. In the fall, I believe. Yeah, yep. so we're we're right. right something else there. happens around that time. I can't. Yeah, who knows? Remember who remembers? We'll know. <laughs> we'll get there. And uh, yeah, okay, all right. Well, well, we we did it. We're, we're in it we're after in the last it. episode of covering six six months. Covered like a year and a half. So yeah, we we made up for it. Um, yeah, you yeah. pieces of shit. Yeah, thanks for yeah. Uh, thanks for sticking with it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for putting on your it. sticky pants and. Uh, but all yeah. them sticky pants. I'm gonna have to write a note to remember what this episode is definitely gonna be called. Put on your sticky pants. Put on your sticky pants. Um, but yeah, get that's... your Ivy League hand towel and let's go. <laughs> that is such a specific reference. People are gonna think it's an Ivy League college. It's yeah. a shitty band I from jack Texas. off into a Yale towel because <laughs> they didn't accept me. I wipe my ass with a brown university one. You get it? Because it's poop. Yeah. I do it with Stanford because it's all right in there. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. You got to get that looked at, buddy. (laughs) Only only if it's dark. If it's it's red, it's just surface blood and you're fine. Or you eat a lot of beets. You eat a lot of beets. Uh, No, it's bad. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, go to the um but yeah that's that's the show for for today um happy rusev day thank you thank you all for listening and uh thanks for that kiss matt yeah thank you for the kiss uh bret hart it was was right there on your forehead everybody bret hart is uh the greatest wrestler of all time eat fucking shit and (laughs) wrestle boys 316 says uh don't get hard stay hard